Hello, dear listener. This is episode 35 of Re-Educating Dad, the intergenerational talk show. Hi, I'm Big Daddy Tone, and here's my podcast host, Little Tone, who will now introduce our guest speaker today and also our topic for this episode. Hi, Little Tone. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Um, Today, we're going to be talking about cancel culture versus freedom of speech. And our guest speaker today is again going to be my eldest nephew and eloquent debater, Benjamin Short. Yes, welcome. Welcome, Ben. It's great to see you and uh, (laughs) to speak to you. Uh, Just to to remind everybody, we do actually uh, record these um, episodes on video, not so, so much that we can put out the video, but we, uh, it makes it a more real conversation when we can actually see each other. And we're lo- I'm looking at Ben right now, and he looks like such a professional podcaster with his setup there. He's putting me to shame. I'm sitting <laughs> in my kitchen. Um, can't see Little Tone today because she's having some uh, broadband issues. So we've had to lose the video, but we have her lovely voice. Now, I feel as though this is really going to be very much a re-education of dad today because I must say that this term, cancel culture, is new to me. Um, So I am going to let Little Tone start us off, um, I hope, by explaining, defining cancel culture. You do that, Little Tone? I haven't really thought about a definition, Um, but I guess it's, you know, cancel culture has become popular in recent times because the power it gives people, um, the public, um, even from an autonomous position. So you can essentially remove someone's power or job or credibility by outing them online um, and allowing a sort of pitchfork mentality (laughs) to ensue on them. Um, that's probably not a very good definition, but um... I, ha- I have the um, uh, a definition of online of cancel culture here. If you'd like me to to read it out, that might be helpful. Yes, yeah, go it for will, it. It will be. Uh, cancel culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, either online or on social media, uh, in the real world, or both. Essentially. So I must confess um, that. A few weeks or months ago when Little Tone and I got onto this kind of a subject in one of our episodes, I thought that cancel culture was literally to do with cancelling out our culture. You know, this business of tearing down statues and things like that. Um, Mm. I thought that that's what cancelling culture meant. So this new thing, uh, well, not new, but it's new to me, this new understanding um to, to me this ostracization that you're talking about ben yeah in, in your definition that you've read out there i had that's new to me so i now understand it much better and uh, i understand it's also called call out culture which actually would to yes. my mind would be a better <laughs> would be a clearer uh, yeah expressing. the the definition derived from um it first came out when celebrities would have been found to be doing something dodgy or morally corrupt, you might say. Um, and then they would be uh, cancelled, essentially. It would be like, um, insert celebrity is cancelled. And then it basically meant that you would stop supporting 
anything that they did and um it actually originated i believe from youtube when a, a youtuber would be cancelled and you would everyone would sweep to their youtube channel to unsubscribe from them and then they would lose all their subscribers and their their credibility and fame essentially would be out the window <laughs> yes yeah. okay so we're juxtaposing no, or, or we're putting in opposition to cancel culture freedom of speech so how do how do how does that work um well essentially um many of these uh celebrities or people that are being cancelled are being cancelled uh, for um their beliefs uh, things that they say or in fact things that they've said maybe 10 years ago i think uh for an example as an example um there was a the name has escaped me but uh there was a celebrity that was booked for to host the Oscars, uh, maybe 2016, and they uh, Twitter dug up tweets from 10 years ago that they that they said something that is now considered offensive, and therefore they were cancelled, and um, the Oscars um, removed them from the the job of ho of host. Was, um, it, was this someone like Ricky Gervais or somebody of that? Uh, no, I will. The, if the name comes to me, I will tell you, but I've, the <laughs> name has completely escaped me. It sounds like something that he might be um, <laughs> accused of doing, but yeah, okay. So what do you think, Little Tone, about the, the freedom of speech aspect of this being put up in opposition to cancel culture? Have we lost you? Have we lost, have I lost my co-host? <laughs> have I cancelled her? <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I've just remembered the name, by the way. Oh, if, uh, Kevin Hart, I don't know if you've heard of, heard of him. I have heard of Kevin Hart, yes. I don't yeah, know anything yeah. about Kevin Hart. And it was, it was not the, um, the 2016, it was the 2019 Oscars. He was um, cancelled from hosting. Yeah. Um, from, I believe, things he had tweeted. Okay. Um, but it, do, it does seem as though we may have lost little tone because we are not hearing anything from her, which is highly unusual. <laughs> <laughs> so it may be that it'll just have to be you and I, Ben. Okay. <laughs> are we up to this task? I think we are. Okay, I good. Think. I like that's good, good fighting talk. <laughs> so you, before we uh, came on air, you, you were talking about... Um, uh, that you're a fervent believer in freedom of speech, which of course is absolute music to my ear. So mm. can you put some flesh on that bone? Um, essentially, I believe that uh, the problem with uh, restricting speech is that it, it can lead you to a very, down a very dangerous path of uh, censorship and um, yeah, there's a censorship and restriction of, of freedom of speech. And mm. so I believe that, um, I, ideally in a world we wouldn't have people that say horrible things like racists or, or homophobic people but I, I believe that if you restrict those people from saying what they're saying you, you, it leads down a very dangerous path where you could have people being censored for other reasons that maybe aren't uh, evil like, like racism or, or sexism or homophobia and so the only way i see to prevent that is to open up freedom of speech um pretty much completely 
uh, obviously things like threats are considered different in law to freedom of speech and and i agree with that but um that's how that's my view on freedom of speech yeah i mean it seems to me that it's extremely dangerous um to uh, curtail freedom of speech in any way yes and th can i can i talk for a second because i, I might lose internet again <laughs> oh she's back she's back oh We're nice so <laughs> pleased to have you back <laughs> Oh God, my internet's awful. Ah, um, <laughs> I I can kind of see it from both sides because obviously I think that cancel culture is dangerous because it 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 prevents people from learning from their mistakes and growing and progressing uh, in life. But also, as a woman uh, who was brought up with sexual harassment being seen as just a really normal thing, it gives victims a opportunity to. Uh, to get some sort of retribution um, where the law has been unable to assist, basically. It's really difficult in rape cases and in, and in um, sexual harassment cases um, to actually uh, achieve anything without any kind of evidence. And obviously, you don't walk around with your phone camera on and screenshotting everything. Um, so it can be really difficult to achieve you know, any kind of kind of like legal justice. And I, you know, I feel like the music industry is becoming a safer place because of cancel culture, even though I think it's toxic and it's not right. It has removed some sizable platforms from some really dangerous predators. Can you sort of, without obviously naming names, can you sort of give an example of, of how that happened? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, for instance, there was a band, I can't actually remember their name, but it was probably about let's 2016. Not, let, let, let's not do that anyway, because we might get into that. Oh, well, no, they're, they're, um, they're, <laughs> they're fine. This one's a very open case. Um, yeah. It's already, yeah. So, so basically what happened is um, this was a trans, well, non-binary non band, um, and they were uh, very supportive of um, non-binary spaces, making sure that everyone felt safe at gigs and talking about LGBTQ issues. Um, and actually, one of the band members turned out to be a serial sexual abuser. And they were outed by an ex-partner or ex-victim. And there was enough ev evidence to um, completely remove their platform. So they were dropped by Spotify, they were dropped by their record label, they were dropped by Amazon, um, because the accusations that were made against them were easily proven. Um, but So that was quite an easy case because there was evidence, but in other cases where bands like Brand New have been accused, the lead singer was accused um, of uh, predatory behaviour. I'm not sure that there legally was any kind of um, case involved, but but the statement that was put out by the victim was enough to remove the, their platform as a band. So it's tricky because it also gives power to people who can use it for malicious intent. Um, yeah, I was just about to... Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. It's so dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous because there are, there are bands that have, um, uh, you know their careers have ended because they have been wrongfully accused mm. um, and, and people and the met, even when it's been proven that they weren't in the wrong. Um, unfortunately, that sort of inf information doesn't, it takes a lot longer to get out to people. 
people and it's too damaging to their reputation to continue and I actually did have a friend who was outed that and it was a complete lie and that shell ended up coming clean about it so um it is really dangerous but I I can also see how it's given power to victims yeah the problem is there's no way of discriminating between those two is there other than in the eyes of the beholder I mean how do you decide whether somebody is making a malicious taking a malicious action in calling out or how do you how do you uh, decide between that and someone who has a you know an evidence yeah yeah Yeah, because as 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 imperfect as the system of law is it's still there's a reason for the system of law we have to be there has to be a degree of certainty in cases in order for people to be uh, charged of their crimes just because the punishments are so or could be so life changing that but the problem is is that the that when it comes to stuff like sexual harassment and rape the the law is consistently not being effective. So that's why mm. people have taken to using methods like cancel culture because women are being sexually assaulted every few minutes. No, I, I, ag- I agree that, um, that the law is, is, not, uh, is not perfect or is, not, um, is probably not as suited to um, dealing with cases like that. And I do think it needs to be changed, but I also don't think that mob mentality is a solution either i think we need to find another solution that is not uh that powerful in but in a way in, ben in, in a way isn't isn't the victim's right to call out isn't that a little bit like freedom of speech yeah i i i have no problem with them with them saying it my problem comes with i mean even if they're wrong yeah oh. yeah my 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 problem comes with the the uh punishment that the artist or the or the person may receive from being cancelled i have no problem with the uh the victim saying what happened and uh, what their point of view but when it comes to um being let go from jobs or being uh thrust out of social circles i think that more evidence than than just the person's point of view needs to be given. What what do you? I'm, I'm assuming we've still got little tone with us. Um, yeah. What do you What do you guys think about the non no platforming position, which is sort of synonymous with this? I mean, you know, where where a, where a, where a group of people at a university decide that. You know, someone who supports Margaret Thatcher, I'm, it's my favorite example, sorry. Uh, somebody who, for instance, uh, believes in Thatcherism and is going to speak at the university, but because they hate it, uh, they, get the, um, they get the speaker cancelled. And there's more and more examples of u- universities being um, giving in to this kind of pressure. What do you think about that? I mean, I've been part of stuff like that. Go on then. Um, I was part of um, cancelling Germaine Greer from from speaking at, um, I think, Independent Women's Day. Um, sorry, International Women's Day. Germaine Greer, I think she's Australian, was um, invited to come and talk about um, uh, feminism. But she's she is um, what we woke kids call a TERF, which is um, trans-exclusive feminism. So someone who doesn't consider trans feminine women to be women 
Um, she said lots of transphobic things. And um, we didn't want her to come and talk because we didn't think it was a safe space for trans people. You know, we didn't want someone to come, someone who perpetuates hate speech to come and, uh, you know, be platformed celebrating women and excluding women at the same time. She's just expressing a point of view, her opinion. No, it's not. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous well, point that, Who are you to decide whether it's dangerous? You may, you, that might be your opinion, but why should she have her free, freedom of speech removed from because, her? But by just, because, because, by, you, that you're, that's you take, playing the pitch, what? you're part of the pitchforks. There is a, no, there is, there is a difference. Different. Let one me at respond, a time, please. one at a time, please. Yeah. Let, let me respond before I get cut off. There is a difference between freedom of speech and freedom from the repercussions of your speech. So yes, you can say what the hell that you want want to say, but no, be she, prepared to cancel her. She couldn't. She couldn't. You cancelled her. No, could... she has. She she has a sizable platform in Australia, and she is um, absolutely worshipped by by anti trans women, anti trans feminists. Um, but but Brighton is the LGBTQ capital of the UK, and she was and it is hate speech against a, an oppressed group of people. And I'm not going to I'm not going to celebrate a woman who who is you know making a space un. Oh, you're going to have to take over, Ben. Are you going to are you going to take up the cudgel here for a minority oh, of people? Oh, you're there. We lost you for a bit there. Platforms. I actually run a group called Oh. We lost you slightly. Just do that bit again, little turn. If you can. She's having trouble with her internet. Can you hear me? Well, we can hear you now. Sorry about this, folks. We are having tech problems. Um, But uh, just, just responding to that, it seems to me that you're characterizing it. I don't know if you can hear me in little tone, but you're characterizing it. As, I'm here. I'm just, yeah, co- I just, yeah, you're, you're characterizing it as hate speech, but that's just because you hate it. <laughs> in other words, you hate the opinion, but I don't see why she should be prevented from, uh, having I'm a back. Practice. I'm back. Okay. I don't know if you heard what I had to say there or not. What do you think, Ben? Um, well, what I, I was going to say that I think that there's, there's a difference between her saying so getting up there and saying i think you should kill trans people or or commit violence or commit di- discrimination well, against trans illegal. people that, that, that's yeah illegal. exactly yeah exactly and i yeah. agree i agree that that should be illegal but and i think that there's a difference between that which, and and state and giving your point of view and i don't think that giving a point of view that uh i don't think that that should be it, that is creating people to cause violence against trans people. I don't think that that it. I don't think you can say that it's directly causing violence, and there I don't. I, therefore, I don't think you should censor that. I don't think you should stop that from happening. See that, what, I'm back, by the way. Okay, <laughs> you respond to that. Um, then. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hear all of it, but what I will say is that it's in the small normalization of language that we have a problem. So it's it's. You know, you might not think that it's a big deal to to have an opinion and say trans women aren't women, but it's completely removing someone's identity. I mean, trans people fight their whole lives to be to be 
acknowledged in society. And then to have someone with such a massive platform say that they don't exist. You're just a man dressed in a wig. It's so yeah, damaging. All you're saying, Littletone, all you're saying is that you disagree with her position. That's all you're no, saying. No, I don't say I don't say that I'm disagreeing with her position. It's factually wrong, and I believe that it's hate speech. Well, but that's your that... belief. But she has a different belief, and and I don't think that you should have cancelled her. I think you should have argued, debated with her. I think you know there there was this uh, there was this uh, who was that National Front guy? That guy? Also, just on a separate note, I run a group um, which is uh, hello. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Yep. We can hear you. No, we're having a lot of trouble with, with Lil Tone's connection, unfortunately. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I do think that... Um, that I, hello? Yes, we can I hear run you. A group, yeah, I run a group called Promoters Against Harassment, and it's where a group of professional promoters discuss bands that behave badly or pre in a predatory way and we decide to blacklist them from our venues um, because, because it's the best way to keep the public safe. So from a pro professional perspective, we, we have a historic issue with band members wrongfully using their platforms to, be, to act predatory towards women, or, well, not just women, but it tends to be normally women. Um, so what we do is we, sh we feed back to each other and we look at... Look at um, try and look at the case objectively and we make a decision um, as to whether we want to put them on a list and, and not give them a platform anymore. And I think that that's a great thing. I think it's a really positive thing. It's the best way to keep the public safe. Um, I, I don't agree with you, I'm afraid. I, I, I think that it's very, very dangerous to interfere with, with free speech. And the example I was just about to give was that national, that, that terrible national front guy. I can't remember his name. Um, who used to sort of uh, get um, racist people all um, worked up, uh, and uh, you know he what he was allowed to speak, and I think it was the right call by the BBC. They allowed him on Question Time one time, and he talking was, about Tommy Robinson. That's it. Thank you, thank you. And he was absolutely pilloried by the audience. Mm. Um, and I think that having his ghastly views uh, exposed and ridiculed in that way was the best way to deal with someone like that. What we mustn't do is, in, in a, I think freedom of speech is absolutely essential in a healthy democracy. And every time you start having this creeping oh, no, well, we don't, like that. we don't like that view because they've got these views or that view. If the view is illegal, like Ben said, somebody inciting violence or, or race, racist speech, then that will be dealt with under the law. But, taking but it's the law, not dealt with. That's the no, problem. It's that, never no, dealt with. Well, there are, as Ben has very well pointed out, there are imperfections in the law. But once people start acting as vigilantes, then law breaks down. I also I also think that when you when you prevent people from speaking their point of uh, point of view uh, out in public, you just all you do is you push it down into into an echo chamber where it can sort of sit and fester and become more radical. And I think that like the Tom, Tommy Robertson coming on displaying to the public that he's a moron shows that 
that this kind of view shouldn't be tolerated or shouldn't be um, given value to the to all the people that might think that he has he says some some right things. But the truth is, is that Tommy Robinson has a huge following, a huge racist following, and they are violent towards people of color. And so, yes, in that one instance when he was, you know, when he was given permission to speak, you know, the audience happened to be, you know, more rational, level mind, you know, level headed people that, you know, more accepting of different cultures, but put him in a, in an area where there's less of a multicultural society and, you know, people tend to be more right leaning what we have is an even bigger right-wing mob. But then so, who, gets, who gets to say, who, are, who, who gets to decide who, people's opinions that I, ought to be? I also think that it's... Oh, God, I've lost you guys again. Can, can you hear Hello? my question? I want to ask you a question. Um, who gets to decide whose opinions are ones to be uh, suppressed? Who gets to make that decision? Doesn't look like we're going to get an answer from Little Tone because of her uh, internet connection. Um, I rather think that if I put that question to you, Ben, that you're probably going to... You, 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 can you hear? I can hear now, yeah. So, yeah, did you hear my question? No. My question was, who gets to decide those opinions that are going to be allowed to be aired and those that are not? I think, uh, well... I think that it's down to the the individual, like whether you choose to listen or you don't listen, and whether the station or whatever the radio station or the TV station, it's down to what they decide what represents. Yeah, we look. It's tear up the internet connection for, from from that, haste. Yeah, from ha I think you know. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very poor connection you've got there, little tone. Ben, Ben, moving moving this on Hello. to moving this on to a more sort of topical um, thing uh, that we have at the moment. These all these uh, the talk about anti-vaxxers, right? We we touched on it last week, didn't we? Now yeah. they they obviously have their right to express their opinion. But yeah. The government is now putting pressure, isn't it, on the likes of Facebook and. Uh, other platforms to actually take down their comments. What what do you think about that in the context of uh, your thoughts on freedom of speech? Uh, I I disagree with that. I think that there are other means you can do. You can see that uh, I know on Instagram. I don't know if I don't use Facebook, so I don't know this uh, specifically. But I knew when I when I used Instagram that if there was fake news, for example, if there was maybe something an, uh, on anti-vax propaganda that wasn't true there'd be a little pop-up underneath that'd be like, this isn't true. This is mm. fake news. And I think that that's a better way to, to treat it. So you can, you can display what people are saying and maintain freedom of speech, but also say that, look, there is evidence to suggest that this is completely false. And I feel like that that's not uh, restricting freedom of speech at all. And I, I feel like that's the better way to deal with moronic opinions. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is that you have a, you then even there have a question of degree, don't you? Because um, who's to say that it is true or it isn't true? Because then then Instagram is becoming the arbiter of what is true and what is not true, and 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 life is rarely that simple. Well, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about like 
statistical facts that are fake that are spread as fake news like you see it all the time like i'm going to give an example this is not uh, something that i've seen but um say a anti-vax propaganda page says 30 percent of all people that get the new vaccine uh are diagnosed with autism one year after or something like that i feel like i feel like that you could that's a statistical fact that you can say no that's false there's evidence there's this is the evidence when it comes to point of views and and things like that i don't think you can you can say have a pop-up and say this is wrong because obviously it's a point of view but in cases like that um i believe you can you can combat that with uh saying that it's fake news but you've got different types of like you, you know ways that people can cancel for instance so you can talk about the mob cancelling but then you can look at massive companies like zuckerberg's kingdom you know where he is allowing absolutely full you know false you know essentially bots to create uh, propaganda by paying for ads and stuff like that and that's just a whole nother way of cancelling an argument isn't it so you can say that what I was doing was dangerous with Jermaine Greer or people's opinion about JK Rowling. But actually what's happening behind doors with Facebook, for instance, is far more scary in my opinion. Well, that, 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 that might well be so. I, yeah. I, I, I don't also don't know, agree with that. <laughs> I don't know enough about that to be able to give any kind of opinion. Uh, I'd need to know much more about that, but um, well, you, you know that, you know that the uh, Russia, basically was creating instability by um, paying for lots and lots of ads that confused people around the election. They basically messed with the UK election yes. by create, creating propaganda. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? But it's using a much more digital form of um, creating discord, basically, than just lots of people shouting into the, you know, yeah, I mean, people still people still had their own, uh, you know, that th- they they can listen to the message um, and make their own decision, can't they? Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't re- I don't really see particularly a problem with that, uh, you know, other than other than I think that in a, you know, if you're if you're running elections properly, you should have you should have rules in place. I mean, I think we have much better rules in place in the UK. They're not perfect, but I think our rules are much better. You can't sort of, for instance, spend endless amounts of money on your campaign like you can in the United, you know, there are ways in the US of just getting around the rules and just throwing tons and tons of money at it. Um, But ultimately, you know, the person receiving the message, can make their own conform their own judgment whether it comes from russia or anywhere else yeah but there, there's lo- there's hundreds and hundreds of bots that look like real people that you actually don't have any idea that they're not real people and they they're all having opinions online and so you're not looking at information objectively because you're all you're hearing is one argument all the time so i, yeah, I mean you i can, think all, still all information is load all information is loaded you know that in terms of like cancel culture and freedom of speech you can see you there's a lot um a lot that's been said about jk rowling and her being anti-trans as well and it hasn't damaged her harry potter kingdom at all you know she is repeatedly um backing uh, trans exclusive feminism 
well, and and certain businesses and stuff like that. Like if you, if you speak to, or you, I mean, if you even if you do your, the research yourself, then she's still sitting on a massive billion pound kingdom from from her writing. You know, it hasn't damaged but her. She's at still all. she's still entitled to have a view, and she's entitled to express it. But 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 when your opinion is damaging to a minority, that's when it's dangerous. Well, that's only someone's opinion that it's damaging to a minority. Uh, you know, I, I, that, that this is my concern about this kind of um, argument that you're advancing is that it, beauty is always in the eyes of the beholder. I mean, it's it. You know, you you get to decide, or the pitchfork mob get to decide, and I don't think they should. So, but if the pitchfork fork mob are in favor of equality then how are they the bad how are they the well, because bad equality part? also i mean you know what does that even necessarily mean in this context uh, i mean it means people not can excluding have, for instance, a group of people for instance if, if somebody has a view uh, for instance that i mean i think when i go to the royal court theater and i now see i now don't see male toilets and female toilets i i see signs outside ones that say this bathroom has urinals in it and this one doesn't. I think that's plain daft. Now, you probably don't. You think that that... No, I don't. And if I... At all. Now, do, do I or do I not have the right, as I just have done, to express my opinion? Or, or should I be pilloried for expressing my opinion? But what, what is your opinion about it? I just because told I, you, my, I, opinion you, you... Is that, my opinion is that it's daft to, to, to have gender neutral toilets why is it dark like everywhere in europe has gender without, neutral toilets without getting in because this isn't a podcast about that this this particular no it actually it actually is about that that's exactly the point i'm saying to you that freedom of speech does not mean that you don't have freedom of the repercussions of speech if you say that you think it's daft to have gender neutral toilets you make yourself look like an no, arsehole and but, if you want to well, look like okay, an arsehole but, that's but, fine okay but that, that's that's fine and like the, what happened with tommy robinson that's absolutely fine but you're saying don't even give me the platform to say it that's what that's the difference no i'm saying that once you say it you might as well go and use your toilet at home because people won't want you to use it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. Last word from you, Ben, because we are at uh, over 30 minutes, over 34 minutes, actually. So last word from you. Um, I think cancel culture is very dangerous and uh, I believe that uh, as, um, as a society we should uh, trust the law as imperfect as a system is. It's better than mob mentality. I agree with that. I don't think we, it would be fair not to let you have a response to that little tone. God, you two are a couple of cops, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> my, my opinion is that council culture can be dangerous, but I also understand why it has been necessary in the interim before we look for another option. Beautifully rounded off. Well done. So thank you so much uh, to both of you, my co-host Little Tone, and uh, to my grandson Ben Short, um, who is becoming a spectacular podcaster and debater. Thank you. I, I'm only saying that because he agrees with me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Thank you, dear listener, um, for uh, your support. We've had some lovely messages of support. Um, so uh, thank you for that. Do please help us out by sharing uh, this podcast with your friends and family. Spread the word. Help us do that. 
Um, watch out for the recording when we release it. We do apologize for the technical difficulties we had today with our connection from Hastings um, with Little Tone. Uh, that was very, very challenging. And we, I really wanted to hear what she had to say. And she still managed to uh, articulate her point of view brilliantly, as she always does. Please do visit us, uh, visit us via our Facebook page. Get involved there. We love to hear your views and your comments on these topics, so please uh, do that. And uh, from, uh, from here in Elmley Castle, up in the Cotswolds, it's goodbye from me, and I'll let my uh, friends say goodbye to you as well. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And we'll see you next time. Thank you all very much. Bye for now.